Blog Talk Radio. And hello, hello, hello. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein speaking to you from the United States of America. And uh, yes, uh, this is our wondrous world. All those wonders and miracles that we see in the world, they are there. And I have today chosen to go through my mailbox. Sometimes it overflows, and sometimes it's a little bit slower. But lately, after Christmas and the New Year, I've had a lot of questions. And some are more of a general nature, so I have, I'm going to answer them here. And you are always welcome to send in questions to me. And if you have a question that is more of a general nature, please... Um, Call us up, and the uh, call-in number for guests is 657-383-0806. But I think it must be on some screen somewhere, isn't it? I suppose so. But um, So these are questions of general interest. Private questions, as I told you before, I prefer to answer in a private consultation, and I do those every day over the telephone or over Skype. I have stopped driving around and flying around to do and to give consultations in different places. You know, too many people have told me that they prefer to stay at home and talk to me that way. You know, it works. I actually see you better over the telephone. I don't see particular what uh, face you have, uh, but sometimes one can imagine. But I can see your energy centers. I see your energy. I see your past lives. I see who you are. If you sit in front of me in a personal consultation, I get a little distraction by the way you look. You know, excuse me, but sometimes it's easy to get distracted because you look really good and then I say so, and then maybe you don't like me to say so, or you move on further on that. Or if you're dressed a certain way, it can block my thoughts. If I see you, you know, in quote, over the telephone, I see your energy. I don't see... You know, that pattern that you have on your clothing. So I'm not kind of distracted by that. And sometimes, you know, uh, when women, particularly in Palm Beach, Florida, come to see me, they want to look nice, and they always look nice, and they wear a hat. But I know, as as a woman who wears a hat a lot, (laughs) that if you take that hat off, you may not look the way you want it to look. And your hair doesn't look that great or anything. So they don't want to take their hats off. And then I sit there with that hat and work with them. And it it bothers me, again, just to work that way. So there are lots of little things that play a part uh, when I see you in person. So that's why I start to promote now all those visits over the telephone or over Skype. Because it's a matter of energy. I see you so much more and so much better this way. And thank you for good words that you have sent to me. Maybe it was like 
a New Year resolution that you wanted to say something nice to people. But thank you. I have appreciated good words and how certain things have helped you a lot. So um, I'm going to I look at the uh, title for this program, and it says, Answers to your questions. What do numbers mean? Is it all in my head? You know, that they should just be like regular questions. And uh, now it looks like uh, I imagine. It's a good title. It's really good. I like what my webmaster did there for me. But um, it's not about, this program is not about the numbers. It's about all kinds of little things. But numbers matter. And I have uh, a few friends who are numerologists that are into the numbers. And I've had a couple of, of them on my show. If you can find those through the archives, because n- numerology is very, very interesting. And uh, I uh, have uh, had incidents when the numbers really have kind of appeared before me in strange ways. My personal combination that I, that pops up before me many times is two, two, two. I can wake up in the middle of the night and just see the screen, you know, two, 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 it's two, twenty-two in the night. And it shows that. And I just, oh, hello. And I go back to sleep. It's like... It's almost like my spirit guides want to tell me something. And I remember when I stayed at the hotel the last couple of times, both of those times I got hotel room numbers that were 222. Amazing, isn't it? And I thought, oh, this is for some reason I need their support. And that was true. For some reason I needed the, the guides, my guides, my spiritual guides' support. And I felt through those numbers, I, they communicated with me. But when you were born, the date you were born matters. And just to show you how we count numbers, this year is 2019. And when you add those numbers, 2, 1, and 9, you add up to 12. Now you have 12, but that's two digits. It should go back to one digit. So now you add one and two, and you will have three. So this is the number three year. So it has certain characteristics and so on. And if you want to count what kind of number you are and you know who you were born into being, you can just take your birth date and do the same thing and add up the numbers. Now, there are lots of books showing you what those numbers mean. And it's interesting because, and this is the big thing now, when I see someone in front of me, meaning a client coming for a consultation, and I close my eyes, and I always close my eyes to see someone better. (laughs) It's funny. I see all those numbers flowing around. It's like a cascade of numbers. And they, those numbers start to kind of settle, like they still swirl around that person and inside of that person. And then at that time, there is always one number that stands out more. Let's say it's a number five. And now 
I know who that person is. And that person is a number five person and whatever that means. And again, we need a whole program for this. But this is just a little bit tease your interest who you are and what you are about because of the numbers. They're interesting. And I always bring that in in my consultation somehow because it matters. So, um, yes, the whole universe consists of numbers. Consists of a higher mathematics. Those higher mathematics is something that we human beings here on Earth have not quite comprehended yet. But when you speak to a well-advanced scientist in quantum physics, that scientist will tell you that when you go deeper into the secrets of the universe, scientifically, you will find this is almost spiritual. Yes, now we meet. The regular science and religion will never meet because they're on two different levels uh, of boxing in that scientists believe this is the way it has to be, you know, our way. And the religion, would, they say, oh, this is the way it has to be. It's our way. We have the answer. So now we can start to feel that spirituality and science on the higher level actually are meeting into a oneness. So yes, numbers matter. And then there is another question. Is it all in my head? It actually is, um, yes. And I have that question. I've written down the questions. I've printed them out. And sometimes I'm told by others, it's Nancy who's saying that. And Nancy doesn't say where she lives, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes I'm told by others, that it is all in my head when I use my intuition. Are they right? Well, uh, first of all, it should be, this is you with your feelings. And intuition is something that comes so quickly. Your head is never consulted. It's just, I know when I use my intuition, I actually speak first, and then I think. <laughs> now, that's not always right for when, being, when you're spontaneous. But what I'm saying is that let go and let God. Don't use your head too much. I had a guy, he said, oh, intuition doesn't work. And I said, well, how can you say that? He said, you know, I sit and feel about things. And I sit there and feel and think, and when I get an answer, it's always wrong. And I said, that's not intuition. Intuition is that quick sparkle that flies by, and you act right then and there. It's like driving a car, and suddenly for no reason you stop, only because you did that. You don't run into an accident that happens split of a second afterwards. I was exactly in that situation two days ago. My goodness, you know, how easy it is to to just leave this earth. I tell you, 
I was just avoiding an accident. I had that big, big truck running through me, jumping a yellow light, you know, just trying to make the light. And actually, you don't make the light in the middle because then it has already turned. But only because I stopped in time, I've avoided that accident. And I was in shock for hours afterwards. My goodness, how could this happen? And then I got the words and I thought, well, if I hadn't stopped, I wouldn't have spoken to these people. And then, you know, I was kind of nervous the rest of the evening. And the next morning when I'd start to get phone calls and everyone was speaking like in a regular way to me. And I thought, my God, how easy spoken to them because I could just have been if I was alive in a hospital or I would most likely have been just not here anymore. So that is why I say intuition, that split of a second. and it has worked for us. And we were given that intuition by spirit, by God, to take care of our offspring. That's sometimes the only way you can make it with your children. You have that feeling. And once, you know, I remember I was with a friend and we were sitting outside of her house and she heard an ambulance lock far, far in the distance. But this is this was in Miami. And you hear ambulances there all the time. I mean, it's nothing unusual. But his, she said, I feel it. It's my son. My son has had an accident. The son has been away from the house for hours. But at that moment, she just said, no, this is my son. And she was beside herself and couldn't get any peace. And she didn't know, shall I call the hospital? And I just said, well, you don't know yet. But she just, you don't know where he's going to, what hospital yet or anything. But lo and behold, half an hour later or so, she had a call. And her her son had actually had an accident. And he actually had been taken in an ambulance uh, over to the hospital. So this is who we are. We have intuition. And intuition counts. We should follow it. We should listen to it. It does not always work with lottery numbers and so on. Although, when I was a child, it worked really well with lottery numbers. It doesn't work, unfortunately, anymore. But, you know, maybe it could work again (laughs) if I just put my mind into it and just allow that pure intuition to do my lottery numbers. Here I have Jackie in Palm Beach who told me, I don't like my reality. How to? How do I get out of it? 
and I answered that question to her already. And I knew her situation then a little bit better than you do from this question. But she, of course she didn't like her reality. She was all messed up. She was messed up. She actually had too much money. But how did she use her good fortune? She started to put herself in a different reality. She put herself into the drugs and, and, you know, alcohol and not being serious and lots of sex. Men or women, she didn't really care. Unfortunately, this is not what life is about. And how do you get out of it? Well, it's up to you. It's up to me what's going to be. And I see that lifestyle a lot, particularly by those who have been given this good fortune by God, but that they had too many riches, they had too much money without having to work for it. And you can do so much good for your money. Yes, you can do it for your self-improvement, of course. You can also use it to give to others, to give to charities, to do something good with that instead of spending it on a lifestyle that is absolutely a disaster for you and everyone around you. So if you don't like to, your reality, whoever you are, if you're rich or poor, it's up to you. You have to sit down and reflect for a little while. Make a list. What do you like? on one side of the piece of paper you write it on. And what do you not like with your life? And you have already said what you don't like. Now, what do you like? Well, you like your children, you like your dog, you like good food. You like to do something good with yourself. Educate yourself. Yes, you don't have to work for money. How lucky you are. But, Educate yourself and work anyway. Do you know human beings are working animals, just like a horse? Horses have to do something. They have to have a purpose. They like to move. They get terribly bored standing out in the fields by themselves. They're too smart for that. And that's the same with us. We're too smart for that just to sit still and not to do anything with our life. We forget that. We are too smart to do nothing. If I didn't do what I'm doing now, which is a lifestyle I never chose, by the way, uh, Spirit gave it to me, but if I didn't do what I do now, what would I do? Have lunch with friends? You know, no. I like doing my books, my workshops my consultation. You have to be happy. So you have to find that particular thing to do with yourself. And meditate. Turn within. Clean up your diet. That is one of the most important things to change your reality. Clean up your diet. I just heard from someone this morning she had cut out all bread and other carbos, carbs from her diet. She had lost 15 pounds. And she said, I have more energy 
and I think better. I'm smarter. So clean up your diet, Jackie, which, of course, means no more drugs and, you know, the alcohol go easy on that. Cut it out completely for a start and clean up your diet. And now meditate. Be regular in what you do. Have breakfast at the same time every day. Have lunch at the same time. Have dinner at the same time. Have a mid-afternoon snack after, you know, and not sugar. Because sometimes the sugar with a person can do that terrible thing to them that they want more of something. And it goes into the alcohol. It goes into the drugs. I see that on your on people's um, pancreas. It shows where those problems sit. And it sits in the pancreas because the pancreas is very greedy. It just wants that sugar. It wants that carb. And just to have more and more. And then it sends out the wrong signals to all the other organs. So um, don't blame anyone else for, for your misfortune whoever you are and whatever your problem is. Don't blame anyone else. Even if it's their fault, you have to fix it. Don't try to fix the other person. Fix yourself first so you are strong enough to meet the problem that you have. And here is uh, a question from Heather in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, I was there. Anyway, you once said in a lecture that the future is already predetermined for us. You mean with this that I actually have to live through a miserable future that I don't like because you say one cannot change it? And then, Heather It was not quite the way I said that it is. Yes, we have our future there for us. But spirit or the universe or God doesn't want us to be miserable or poor or sick. That's not part of the plan at all. The big outline of your future is that. And it might, what you see in your future might just be the nasty stuff. But the end station of your future is something completely different. So now you decide how that road is going to be to eventually reach that wonderful end station of good riches or good happiness. Let's say good happiness. Well, that's being rich in your heart. So now we have that choice through our free will we have that choice to walk this path towards the end station. And you can be miserable and make this end station look like it is further and further away. And it will be further and further away because you mess it up. Like uh, Jackie in Palm Beach. She messed up her future because of her drug habit. So we mess up our future. It's not... The universe messing up our future. The universe has the end plan for you to be happy and well. 
But if you prefer to mess up your future and see that, oh, I have no money in my future, well, you're meant to get over it. Oh, I'm so sick, and this the doctor said I'm going to be sick like forever. No. Nobody else, even the doctor, is going to be. Yes, ask for the help you can be given from the doctor, but it doesn't... You are so many in Finland listening to me. And hello, Sweden, my own country also. I have so many of you there listening. And I think I have a question from Sweden too. And I take that next. So what is good dash, I written in your opinion? That's typical, you know. What do you think God is? It's like, oh, I may know better. But Carl might not know what God is because God doesn't believe in God. And people who say they don't believe in God often are the ones who believe in a man up in the heavens. And I wonder why you're mad. And I wrote in one of my books, why you're mad? Why not a bird? (laughs) You know, because the bird moves around. So anyway, if I have 50 people in one room, And I'm asking them, what is God to you? I will probably have 50 different opinions. And I think that's the way we should let it be. Because God is too precious to too many people. Nobody should come and change that image. God for me is, you know, a package of light, of you know, everything, and with all those assistants, like angels, and, you know, everything that belongs to that, and spiritual guides, you know, all those things that belong to that picture. But the closer you are to the core, you know, to the light, that is where you get, you know, the most advanced energies. So if we say that God is the highest energy of all. An energy, I see the faster and denser and higher energy is. It light, the lighter it gets. So you see it in the end as a white, fast-moving light. Fast-moving in one place, that is. Just like what I saw once at the burning bush. It's fast-moving light. If you haven't read my experiences with the burning bush, read my books. Take my name, Helena Steiner Hornstein, and go to Amazon. Or go to my home page, speakingfromyourheart.com. Speakingfromyourheart.com. Here, speakingfromyourheart.com. And maybe that fits into this question, what is God in your opinion? 
where God sits in your heart, it is love and light. Love and light. Love and light. God is not the man who sits up in the heavens to punish you when you're done wrong. If you're done wrong, somehow, you know, God is balanced. And if you're done very, very wrong, you will be put back in balance again, which means you will put in on the other side where wrong may be done unto you. God is also balanced. God is love and light, balanced, all and everything. If we have a situation, let's say a war situation, and we sit and send prayers and send light, well, we should send light to what is wrong. We should send light to the whole situation. And let the light sort sort out what is right and wrong. That's called balance. And once we are in that balance, now you will have peace within you and peace on this troubled world. <laughs> yes, I wish for that. Don't don't I don't we all. So God is whatever you feel, I feel it's God God is love and light, the highest energy of all. And, as the Bible says, it lives within each one of us. We were created in the image of God. We have that power. And that's why we are so extremely powerful. And we'll talk about that later too. And by the way, later on in, the med- in this program, towards the end, we will have a meditation. And that's a healing meditation. And it's good for you. Many people record that and keep it and go back to it on and off. And it, 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 you know, this way we change the world for the better. Anyway, a new question that is from Ingrid. Ingrid, I don't give any more names here. Uh, but Ingrid in Sweden. And she says, I read your book about the white light in English. We think it is amazing. Wow. Why haven't we heard about the light before? I'm going to tell you. P.S. Is it true that we will see your latest book about the white light in Swedish this year? And yes, this is a pre-announcement. It's coming in Swedish. Very soon, this spring, actually. The book is ready. It just needs to be put in print. So it should be available uh, on all the sites, you know, Swedish book sites, also Amazon. But you can also ask for it in your bookstore any bookstore in Sweden, and do ask for it. So the thing is that when you ask for a book, they order several books, and now they have to sell those other books. So it's very good for, for, for business. So if you can just do that, go to a bookstore and just tell them that we will have, uh, we have the book in Swedish, and the title is The Vita Ljuset. And, oh, I've forgotten the title in Swedish. This is 
starts with the vita ljuset, the white light. En verklighet utan gränser. A reality with no limits in Swedish. An unlimited reality in English. Okay. So anyway, so that's coming out this spring. And watch for it, and I will let everyone know too. And also those people speak Swedish in Norway and in Finland. Watch for it. Now I have read your book about the white light again. And um, we why have we not heard about the light before? Because to know about the light was not convenient for the people to know. I work with some royal families. They have known this power about God and the white light, like always. But when it comes to the people, you cannot, that's too good an information for you because that makes you free, you know, free and happy and even feel better about yourself. Religion started with this knowledge and they took it and turned it into a way so you had to be tied down down to believing in certain things. Jesus was the light. He represented the light. He talked about the light. And that it lived within him. Now we have those who who felt this is a great thing. You know, we have to believe this. And we want others to believe this. But we want to have a certain control over this. So they didn't want people to know about the freedom of the light that we all have access to because it lives within us. And it listens to you. It listens to your wishes. It is your subconscious mind. God's power sits in your own hands, in your own mind. You can do so much with this incredible knowledge. Listen to it. Use it. It's fabulous stuff. But when you now are tied to a religion, which is, you know, the opposite of the light, where you have to be tied down to a figurehead called God, who is a man who lives in the heavens. eh? And then you have his son, who who we killed, you know. (laughs) I don't see the logic, excuse me, I'm a strong believer in both God and Jesus, but this is not the belief that I have in my heart. So we have to start to create our own free belief. We have that free will to do so. Let's do it. So why we haven't heard about the light before is, because it was too easy for people to believe in. Accessible to everyone. We can all take part of that. So, yes, the light is a capital that we can use. And it listens to us. And now be aware, so if you have bad thoughts and you have fear in you, the light listens to that too. Uh, in in the wrong kind of way, of course. But it listens. But you should feed the light, more light, more positive ideas. I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. 
And I want to speak to you because you want me so happy. And that's what you say to each other. So that's why you should always and only go to happy people. Sometimes unhappy people are the ones who want to come to you when you shine. Yes, shine over them and share the light with them. If they don't want to be part of that, but to be negative, well, that's their problem. It's up to me what's going to be. Here is next question here. Oh, okay. It's from Betty in Virginia. Hello, Betty. Uh, And she says, thank you for all your stories, your examples. I notice you have a lot of experience. And, yeah, that's true. (laughs) So I notice you know a lot because of your experience. I take it all in. And only because you can give all those examples, I feel I learn so much from you and I believe in you. I love your shows. Now my question. You know, we had to take that first. (laughs) Anyway, now to my question. Shall I move from my hometown where I have always lived? Well, I took that question because, you know, if someone calls me up and asks me that question, it's individual for that person. And uh, I... uh, Sorry, I just saw a few listeners here, and I wonder how many actually wanted me to talk to them, but I see, no, they're just listening in in a different way, okay, through this phone number. So, um, now I forgot what I was saying, <laughs> totally gone, because I was so taken by I looked at my screen. So, um, we were back to, shall I, yes, if I should move from my town. I don't take all these questions over the phone always because they're personal to you. But I can say in general that if you have lived in a place for a long time and you are happy there, you feel that you have everything you need in your hometown, then uh, stay. Absolutely you should stay. But if you live in a little place, you know, you've been in this hometown like forever, and you have that urge to get out of there. You say, I'm not happy here, I want to get out, but it's comfortable to live here, so why should I not stay? And then I say, well, if you have that urge to get out, get out. You don't have to stay in a place before you, because you were born there. No. Move out. You know, when I lived in Sweden and I went to school in Sweden, I was cold and it was dark. And I knew there were places where I had been during my vacations with my family, maybe. And I knew there were places where it was much warmer I lived. Why? No, it was not that travel I've seen on pictures. All those places out in the world. And I wanted to have that instead of the darkness and the cold in Sweden. So I decided to move out to Sweden. 
was it a good decision? Well, in the end, but do you know, I had to pay the price for it. I don't mean necessarily money. Yes, that too, because I didn't have the old friends there, and I didn't have the family I could always go back to and have dinner and so on. You know, so when you start in another place, start in a place where you know you have someone or you have a reason to go there. But somehow, it's not always you have a reason. I ended up in Sarasota, Florida, for no reason at all. <laughs> I just looked at the map <laughs> and just decided I wanted a change. But somehow, I must have listened to spirit in all this because I'm very, I'm very happy in in this small well it's not that small you have half a million people here and it's growing by the hour but i'm happy to live here it's completely different from miami beach and fort lauderdale and palm beach and so on no maybe not like palm beach it's a little bit like palm beach but not like the other big cities on the east coast of florida so yes you can move if you feel that you really want to see. You can always go back home if it didn't work. You know, I had that temptation too when I was married and my husband died and I was suddenly a widow in a strange country. First in, uh, you know, when my first husband, which was, we lived in Switzerland and England, and with my second husband we lived in Germany and so I had that choice shall I stay in Germany where I built up a certain life but it was with my husband was not really my life shall I move out of here so I went on the journey feeling about it and I went to America where I met a man who turned to be my to being my next husband I hadn't planned on that in that way, although I had made a plan that I wanted to, to to be married again, and it happened a little bit soon because, you know, he was right there, so why wait? So it was not me proposing, it was him, but he said, why wait? You know, and he, he was right, why wait? So um, I don't know if that answers the question. So it's in your heart. If you want to move, you go. If you feel, ah, I don't know, you know, I'm so safe and secure here. If to be safe and secure matters to you that much in the, in the physical state. But if you in spirit feel strong enough that you ha- you're safe within you, go. And then um, here's a question that, I come across a lot now. It's from Susie, Susan. She says, I'm scared. Are we really in end times? All prophecies point that way. And you say, yes, 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 yes. And now I can hear someone, what? What are you saying? But you're always so positive. Yes, I am. And because I'm positive that I see it that way. For many years, I heard we are approaching end times. And now I've heard we live in end times. 
So those are the prophecies. It doesn't mean that this planet is going to explode and we all win it. That's not the plan, unless some stupid human being presses the wrong button or the button because this is just stupidity. But this planet is meant to stay for now. And I mean now in the in the long universal now. It's meant to be here. And we are meant here to do our life whatever time we're meant to be here on Earth. And sooner and later, yes, we live in an end time. From the day you were born, you live in an end time. So that is what we are. We live in an end time that we are here to live and then we go into, you know, end, an ending of this life. However, that's not what the end times are about as I see it. And remember, when I talk, it's usually all channeled information mixed with my own experience. I don't listen to what the so-called wise men out there believe that they know better than other people do. I'm listening to spirit. And yes, haven't you noticed all these crazy things happening everywhere in even very secure countries, politically, like Sweden and Norway, you know, Finland, all of them. Sweden has had been without a government uh, or, or an administration, I would call, for a long time. And they just got a new one, I heard. So, well, it's not talking about government here. Everyone who worked for the big government, of course, got paid and everything functioned, but it was just the administration, that uh, a proper administration that was not there yet because no one can make up their minds. <laughs> and, in fact, the prime minister who lost the election, actually, they put him back on. <laughs> So what we're trying to do is just to make waves. The people are trying to stand up and talk, and that's good. So we live in an end time that the old, masculine, everything male created, control over others, the money, power, me first, is disappearing. And we're bringing in the feminine energy, the energy of creation, the energy of taking care of, of loving, the energy of love and light in a different way. So this is what we all, men and women, are supposed to take in more than what we have done before as the old powers are disappearing. And what we are also seeing, spirituality is increasing through a program like this. And more than that, when you're listening to my voice, because since most, yeah, most what I say is channeled, it goes into you and makes you more, you know, in many, many ways. And you calm down. This is what's happening in a lecture, in a workshop. It's not what I say. It is that I say. And it's not me, Helena coming up with all those ideas. 
they are given to me at the time of my talk. This is what it means to channel. This is what intuition is, that you just pick it up this very moment when you speak, when you do. So, end times is that we are approaching, and already, in fact, it's not only we're approaching, we're approaching, we're going right into it. I think we have already taken the first step into the new times. We are leaving the end times behind us. And we are now into the new times. And we should start to act that way. So now our positive ideas and plans will work differently. They will not be stopped the same way. And I have this tie. This fun. It goes right into the next question, uh, which is Tommy, Tom, Thomas, uh, who uh, comes with this question: What is? Thank when he says, "Thank you for a good program." By the way, I, I I'm listening to it on a regular basis now. Well. I saw that, and that's why I said, oh, I had to kind of oil up my voice a little bit and have some honeyed tea <laughs> before I talk. And I think it actually helps. Anyway, what is, in your opinion, the biggest problem we have on Earth? The op- my opinion is, well, I live with it every day, my goodness. It's the lack of wisdom. Where the heck did the wisdom go? We need some wise old woman wisdom out there everywhere. Where are you, ladies? <laughs> you know, our big problem is the ignorance. We just don't know. We have to educate ourselves. Although I channel everything spiritually, I educate myself medically, although I, you know, because I work with as a healer and people call me a healer, I get the the Harvard Medical Newsletters. I get medical newsletters from everywhere, both the medical and actually alternative. So I'm getting a lot of information. So we have to educate yourself about everything, about the climate, other nations, about ourselves. We don't know the spiritual laws. We are so ignorant. And I think that's the main thing. We don't know the spiritual laws. What goes around comes around. Learn history, for heaven's sake. You know, history, look at what has happened. I see history repeating itself. It's getting faster and worse each time. So it's the lack of wisdom. And what is wisdom? It's seeing the big picture. It's understanding. It's unconditional love. Seeing the big picture If you have a problem, dear friend, go out and look at the sky. I hope you see the stars. 
Unfortunately, we don't see the stars very much because we are lit up everywhere with all those lights, artificial lights. So we forget our connection with the star-filled sky. It lives within you too. And that is the universe we have within. But go out and look at nature if you don't see the stars. And just see how big you are. And how that's not very big in connection with the nature. Look at those big trees. Look at the sky. You're just a little dot here. And if you have a problem, this is how small you are in the big universe. So be part of this. Be part of everything in a way. And when once you are part of life, you are part of things, you, you turn into a wiser person. When you understand, we don't even try to understand. So you, if you have a problem with someone, Put yourself in the other person's shoes for a little bit and see what is maybe what this person feels and thinks. We have to see both sides. There is not only one truth. Yes, you say, oh, the light is the truth. Yes, the light is the truth. But in the light you have everything. If you take this white light and you go down in density, you will see different colors all the time, going, you know, from green to to yellow, to yellow, to, you know, to orange, to red, it breaks down in density. So that's what I mean. The truth has so many sides to it. So um, everything on this in this civilization we have now is too male thought created, and what we see around it has been created to suit that male energy, to have a control over others, to bring in money, to have power over others, and most of all. Me first. Yeah, it's me first. Me first. And we see that politically so much now. This me first, the party first. We have to change the politics into something different with wisdom in it. But we've seen it now. The typical example was now the shutdown, the government shutdown in the civilized country, United States of America where suddenly a group of people, millions of people, because not only 800,000 who actually is shut down, but all their dependents. So millions of people were put as pawns. They were just victims of some other people's decisions. They were totally innocent and they had to suffer. When I told others, and I was so outraged, and when I told others there should be a law against using innocent people as victims if you politically want to have something. And when I said that, they got, oh, you shouldn't talk politics. 
That's not politics. That's common sense. That's humanity. That's love. Unconditional love. So I think we should be grateful that we got to open our eyes and see what is actually happening in this world, not only in this country, because we have problems everywhere. And that is, uh, someone asked me here, because why is the world so crazy right now? This is, we are living in the end times meeting the new times. So we are going through birth pains. The old energy don't want to give way that easily. And we new ones, we are not listened to well enough. (laughs) That is what is out there. You notice I laugh a lot because there's one thing we have to learn. Don't take yourself too seriously. I notice, I hope my screen has not disappeared, has it? My goodness, are we still on? Yes, we are still on, thank goodness, because I lost my screen here for a few moments. And also now, I will do my meditation. When you're listening live now, you will not get that meditation. So uh, it, it will be shut up because I only have two minutes left. But for the recordings, you will be able to listen to this. So now, begin to relax. And relax. And relax. If you had a pen and paper or anything in your hand, And if you're driving the car, don't do it because you might be too relaxed and just forget. So you relax and you relax and you relax and know that within you there is a place that knows all and sees all. If you hear any music, it's Stephen Halpin's wonderful music. And you relax now. And know that within you there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that is called I Am. There is a power within you that you connect with right now. Your eyes are closed. And you feel your whole body is relaxing and relaxing and relaxing. You are a shiny light. And that light is who you are. You imagine yourself far, far away. You're sitting in a field, in a green, summery field, with flowers, with soft grass. And here and where in the outskirts of the field, you see big, beautiful trees. You're relaxing and relaxing and relaxing. You imagine now that you walk through the field. Here and there you touch a flower 
You touch a big red flower and you move on. And now you see some yellow flowers. You pick these yellow flowers and continue in through and among the trees that now start to show themselves at the end of your little field. You touch here and there one of the trees and now you stop in front of a white tree. If you still carry your red flowers, you put them on the side and immediately the roots, they stand up and begin to grow. Now you give the tree a big hug. And when you do, it's like you feel something in your heart. You feel love and light in your heart. And you move on in your feelings. You stay with the tree in your arms for a little bit. took a big sigh and now you leave the tree and in front of you you see a little bird a little little blue bird flying in front of you and you want to touch the bird but each time you try to touch the bird it flies a little bit further you follow the bird and the bird immediately flies into the hole of a tree and you peek into the tree and you see little little bird babies and you feel so warm in your heart you feel a love for these little bird babies The bird just wanted to show you her babies. And now she flies on in among the trees, showing you a new way. And you walk across green grass and green mosses to explore what you can find in this forest. You feel so calm. And so well, suddenly, you come to a little, little waterfall from a cliff up a little higher. And that water comes all over the top of the cliff, down into a little pond. You see the water. You see the little pond. You walk in with your bare feet into the pond just so you can reach the waterfall. And now you climb, you step right into the waterfall and let it fall over you. You feel so cleansed. And now in your thought, you imagine 
this water is white light and this white light is coming over you and I'm brushing you off saying clear, clear and we are cleaning you we are cleansing you from negative thoughts from the past I'm cleansing you more and more and more and you are now feeling how light is entering all your little cells and filling up all your cells with happy and healthy new energy healthy and happy happy and healthy new energy yes you are now more and more and more in tune with the truth of the one that you are because the light has joined the light that you already have in your heart and you are now a child of the light you shine you truly truly shine and you take a deep breath you walk further away from the waterfall and now where you stand you imagine you can jump far far way up in the sky and now you do jump way up in the sky and you look down at your world you see your world you experience your world as full of beauty as full of good health love and light and good fortune for you and for this world you are now at peace you continue your walk within you in your imagination you are back where you began your journey you are back in your own life you have now received new energy and you are now going to see new possibilities for you to live a life that is a good and healthy and successful life. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein speaking to you over Blog Talk Radio. But you can listen to me at any time through my archives. You reach my archives also through my website, Active Veil, 
activale at activale.com <laughs> or uh, oh sorry activale at um, g- gmail.com my website is activale.com and my email address is activale at gmail.com or easier Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com Dr. Helena, my first name, info, short for information, at yahoo.com I would like to hear from you anytime with some kind of news or if you want to have a consultation with me, you can. At um, any time, it suits you over the telephone or over Skype. Yes, there is a fee. Not necessarily the cheapest of fees, but you are getting something also. Everything is an exchange of energies. My website is speakingtoyourheart.com. Thank you for listening to me, and see you next time. And thank you, Stephen Halpen, for your beautiful background music, if you can hear it on the radio. Thank you so much. Goodbye.